Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. What time is it? It's a podcast. You can listen to it anytime. It's time for another. It's time. It's time. It's time. I'm drunk. I'm Drew Drogi, and it's Minor Revelations. Hi. Uh, I was just trying to avoid saying it's time. It's time. Um, speaking of it's time, oh my God, the world. The world. What is going on? Okay, so it's been a couple weeks, and I know I, I do these uh, in advance, and the last podcast I did was days before the election. And in my opening rant, I had a whole section about how I was just happy and everything was going really well. And I just wanted to acknowledge that. And I listened to the show as I, you know, we, 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 we edit them down. Believe it or not, we do edit the show down. Um, I do take things out. Um, so I had to take it out. Because, uh, you know, the world is different immediately. And I was like, I don't feel happy. I don't feel like everything's all right. I feel completely terrified and sad. I'm very sad about what's happened uh, w- with the election. And, and oh, my God, it's already at the point where what do I have to say that, that no one has said before uh, about all of this? And I know by the time that this, you know, drops, there'll be even more stuff. And who knows? Every day is an adventure because we are living in a reality show. Uh, and it is uh, it, it's fascinating. And horrible and, and really, it is really terrifying. Um, and really crazy to think that the, the, you know, I was living in such a bubble. I was so arrogant. I was so confident that Donald Trump wasn't going to be president. Like, of course not. That's crazy, right? And the whole ride, the whole way through, you know, he, he rode on that, on that arrogance and, um, and really that ignorance of, you know, us versus the, the other side of the country. And it, and, and, you know, and I should have known better because I've always said that the most popular person, you know, wins the election. Now, granted, yes, Hillary did win the election by the popular vote. And as of today, it's like over two million votes worth. Um, so yes, there is that. So of course I, you know, most of us did the right thing, but. The person that ends up winning that job is always the the bigger star and the one that people quote unquote like more or the one that's the more fascinating or the more interesting. I mean, it's, you know, look at Ronald Reagan, look at both of the Bushes, look at Clinton, look at Obama, look at Trump like that. Those people, they stand out. If you look about who they ran against, that person may have been way more qualified or not. I mean, on both sides. I mean, you know, but. You know, it, it's about that. And I think about when I was in high school, I ran for student council secretary, which is very similar to the United States presidency, I must say. Um, and I ran, uh, I, I ran against this girl who got up in her campaign speech. She talked about all of her qualifications, how she knew exactly how to do everything right. And this is how she served in the, on this committee and on this club. And she'd been this and this. I, however, got up in front of the school, or actually we made videos then, very crudely, early, mid-90s, crude videos. But I lip-sync to What a Man by salt and Peppa, and I won by a landslide, because people don't care that you're actually going to do the job well. And, and you know, when you're secretary of the student council at Lincoln High School in 1994, who cares? But when you're president of the United States, that is terrifying. But I do think that the same things are true. They're like, we're fed up. We don't like government. This guy is going to take us out of it. Uh, meanwhile, you know, obviously he doesn't care about anyone but himself, and this is this is where we are but it came from from all of us you know being selfish and all of us being stupid about this whole thing and you know i and, and again like not to blame anyone and and the other thing too is i've always i've always personally consider myself an independent i'm not a, a raging democrat i have a lot of issues with with republicans and democrats so i'm uh i'm uh, you know obviously i vote for the democrats because the republicans want to blow me up or put me in camps but but you know i mean so obviously um 
But I felt like, you know, you, you, we weren't thinking big picture. And the only person who could have gotten out of this shit was Hillary Clinton. That's why a few weeks ago I said, that's what you're doing. You have to do that, regardless of your opinions or your feelings or whatever. But, you know, we had all these, you know, so everyone thought about their own needs over the needs of the country. They were like, this is what I need. You know, Trump's going to get me jobs. I don't care that he's racist and a bigot and, you know, uh, uh, everything else that we can that we can say about him, a bully and a, a, a horrible human being. It doesn't matter. Um so that's it. Uh, I also I, I just I think that we are, you know, it's, it's important for us to stay angry, to stay alert, to stay focused with love and think big picture, you know, because I also think we have to just prepare ourselves for Mike Pence to be our president. That's what I think is going to happen. What do I know? I know nothing, but I do think that Trump will be impeached. Trump has loyalty to no one, and so someone, somehow, at some point, or Trump is going to walk away from the whole thing and say, I don't want this job, which could also happen. Anything can happen. Um, but I do think that Mike Pence is going to be it, and that is terrifying to me as a gay person and as a human being, as someone who loves women. Um, and, you know... Um, but at least he is an evil that we understand. At least he is an evil. He is a system that we get. I mean, Trump is scary because he's so unpredictable. Um, uh, Trump is, I, I think, less evil than than Mike Pence. I really do. And, uh, you know, at, at the time of this podcast, the Hamilton thing just happened. So I know we're going to be tired of that. But something that, like, no one has talked about yet, and this is something I've heard from, I know someone who is in Hamilton because I'm very well connected, you guys. Um, so... Here's something, and this may come out in the next couple of weeks, but the Hamilton thing. Twice a year, Broadway shows get up on stage after the show is over and they speak about Broadway Cares, which is Equity Fights AIDS, and it's they raise money for AIDS research and AIDS prevention. So that was the the place they were doing it. They did not interrupt the show. They didn't, you know, make a special announcement, you know. They were going to talk anyway to the audience, which shows do on Broadway twice a year. And that's when they, you know, if you've seen a show and cast members hold the giant buckets at the door, that happens. So they use the opportunity to speak to Mike Pence, who has openly, uh, you know, um, used such hate speech and wants wants to promote conversion therapy and, uh, you know, all that to a, you know, he walks into a Broadway theater. Well, you know, you got the best respect you could hope for, buddy, because they only asked for him to respect all Americans as equals. And, you know, this is something where, you know, uh, when and for Trump to say that theater should be a safe space. Absolutely not. Theater is not a safe space. Theater is the place where we reflect the times and reflect what's going on. And nothing did that more beautifully than Hamilton. Hamilton's a perfect show. And that's what those people were doing. They were asking for understanding and uh, all of that. So that's what that's about. And that's why they did that. And I think it's good for us to keep doing those things. That's the point of our art. That's the point of us to keep doing things Keep making a mess, um, you know, and, and just don't trust. Don't trust anyone in charge. That's the other thing. These people in charge, even I love Barack Obama. He will be the greatest president in my lifetime, at least so far, without a question. But, you know, the people in charge are the people in charge. They don't know what's up. So don't don't rely on them. Don't don't sit back and be arrogant again and think they have it covered. They're going to do this. No, we have to do this. We have to take charge of things. And it might be as small as smile at someone today or take take somebody's in or listen to someone or or make something that makes you upset or create out of that space or, or create out of a space of, of need for love or connection or or whatever. And, you know, let's uh, let's not do this again. Let's let's remember this. And also don't vote from a place of, of selfishness. Listen, I vote for the SAG Awards every year. And that's the, the actors union. They vote for acting awards. And I always vote with my heart for those. I voted for um, Nicole Kidman for the Paperboy that year that everybody knew Anne Hathaway was going to win because she pushed mush breath through rotten teeth and, uh, you know, twitched through a, you know, very thin performance. We all knew Anne Hathaway was going to win. I voted for Nicole Kidman because I thought she was brilliant in the Paperboy. 
I voted for Sarah Silverman last year for I Smile Back because I thought it was a revelation. I vote for the underdog because I, I, I care about that. Those are the acting awards. This is our country. We need to think big picture, bring it back. And the other thing is, if we get Mike Pence, uh, I say bring it on. Bring it on, Mike. We've been there before. We're going to fight. We're going to deal with you. We've dealt with this all before. And I've always been scared over the last couple of years as gay people get more and more accepted. My biggest fear about it on the other side was we're creating a lot of gay assholes. When 10-year-olds come out and they say I'm gay and their parents support them, they can become little shits really easily and not, you know, have a purpose and not realize that, oh, I have something to fight for. Well, now you do. So, uh, welcome. And let's... Let's unite. Let's activate. Let's let's do this shit. All right, salt and pepper. Hi guys, how are you? Hi. Hello. There's always that weird moment of like, you guys don't know, can we talk yet or not? Uh, and I get it, because when I guest on other people's podcasts, I'm always like, I'm going to wait until they say my name. Mm. So um, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here with the lovely and delightful Anne Lane Hi. and Joseph Scrimshaw. Hello. Hey, you said my name, so I'm going to speak. <laughs> I did. Yes, exactly. Now I've, I, I've I've introduced you. I've created you. Now the, I exist in, in the world of land. the podcast You've land. You conjured us. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Well, you exist. You have a great show called Obsessed. Yeah. So um, it's also on Feral Network. How long have you been doing? Have you been doing that? Oh, an unspeakably long time. It That's feels right. like. Yeah, I've been doing it for Because we met about at the party. Years. Okay, yeah. okay. We met at the, the Feral Audio party. Uh, cool. Sorry, Anne, we go to parties. No. Not to make you feel weird, but we... No, uh, I'm not jealous of going to parties. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. There was yeah. a haunted house. <gasps> okay, I'm um, jealous. There was, was a smoke machine. There was a smoke machine. And I was, like, really stoned. Like, we had, got, we had gotten... <laughs> I was with a friend who, like, got us really high before. So I went into the party and I was like... After about 10 minutes, I was like, I've met everybody I need to talk <laughs> And I feel like I've been very weird. Of course, you're not. I don't think, but like you yeah. act, you think yeah. you're being weird when you're not. You know, mm-hmm. it's the opposite of when you're drunk and you're like, I'm fine. I'm great. Everyone's um, on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> I felt stoned yeah. just because there was so much smoke from the fog machine. Oh, I was going to say from your breath. <laughs> just, um, yeah, there was yeah. a lot of. Yeah, there was uh, there was that. But there was a really lame haunted house that I loved oh. that we uh, that's terrified me. I love haunted time. houses that I are love lame. them. It was I great. Love all of them. So anyway, I'm sorry. So you've been doing Obsessed for four years. Yeah, yeah. So I started doing it in Minneapolis, where I am originally from. And then when I moved to Los Angeles, I ended up uh, meeting Dustin and getting on Feral. That's so awesome. And it's each episode, and it's about someone's just obsession, like whatever cool. they're what they're into. What was the... Oh, I just fun. saw... I just You posted a new one about someone who... Uh, yeah, well, I'm trying to remember. I always forget what the most recent one is. Uh, the one I released today is with my wife, actually, talking about Gilmore Girls. Oh, great. Aww. That's what I saw. I saw it every day today. Yeah. I know that was your wife. That's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Every once in a while, it's just like, I could get a guest. Or, hey, my oh, wife hey, lives here. my wife. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> She's obsessed with things, and too. Has she see, has Gilmore Girls officially uh, dropped? No, yet? the revival drops on Friday. Okay, Black great. Friday. And so we do these in advance, so this will be well. So definitely, definitely watch... Gilmore Girls, starring the lovely and incredible Lauren Graham and cool. Alexis Liddell, and uh, our <laughs> g- a former guest Sam Pancake just did a um, a long stint on the show this, oh, this really? season, and so yeah, yeah, cool. so I'm excited to see it. Um, so each episode is in different season. Yeah, of the, the year. Of the year. Yeah. Of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, that's cool. That's, that's great. really cool. That's awesome. So if you were, um, not to hijack your podcast, totally. What if I just did that? What if I was like, <laughs> so Anne, what are you obsessed with? I'll tell you what I'm obsessed with. Oh, my God. <laughs> Goodbye. No, okay. great. And then you just, ta- just copied my show and made it your <laughs> your own. Yeah. I wonder, like, what you, because I feel like I honestly would talk about John Waters. Have you had anybody on there to mm. talk about John Waters? I know, I know. I'd love to talk about John Waters. I would love to come on your show and talk about John Waters. Let's earmark that. Because awesome. I think that I just saw him spe- I just saw him talk and on Stephen Colbert last night about the election and it actually made me feel better. And I just am like and I'm a, a lifelong um love of that man. And yeah. um yeah. Yeah. Has anyone talked about Marburg virus? 
<laughs> no, you know, that doesn't come up what? as often as like what Star is Trek. That? Okay. What is that? It's a hemorrhagic fever that originated in Marburg, Germany as a result of an infected monkey. Uh, 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 there, there, was a, there was an outbreak of, of I was of sold Marburg that infected monkey. Tsunami. 100%. Yeah. So it's hemorrhagic. It's sort of like Ebola, but a oh. little bit, a little bit, I think just as virulent as the Zaire strain okay. of Ebola. Oh, wow. So pretty um, horrible. But then, the USSRs, I can get into it. <laughs> Please, I'm fascinated by it. Ken Alabak, it's a whole thing. So it's so uh, you're saying that like government <laughs> has control over it. I'm saying, well, the Russians have a variant of it, have a strain of it that they have processed through human system of one of their scientists because he accidentally pricked himself with a syringe while ingesting invest in um, injecting it into a guinea pig. Uh-huh. Um, and then he documented his final days while he was in isolation, dying of this hemorrhage fever and then after he died they um took his blood and have saved it got it according okay. to a defector from the 80s wow man everything's russia these days everything Russia's is russia the, such 80s, a the 80s are back <laughs> all we need is like dolph lundgren and you know i mean yeah. it's it's crazy how that's like back in our lives that's you know russia is here <laughs> That's so crazy. But it's also not unlike AIDS, too. It sounds like, I mean, with the monkeys and the... Because I don't believe that there's just some random monkey in Africa that just one day woke up with AIDS. Like, come on, everybody. People were down there trying shit out. They were testing. They had to be. And, um, yeah, that's fascinating. <laughs> they had to be. They had to be. Like, you don't just... All of a sudden, there's some monkey that in, like, 1979 or whatever, it's like, oh, by the way, I have this thing in me, all of it, you know, yeah. and yeah. let me bite this one guy, you know, come right. on. If we had Twitter at the time, somebody would have been tweeting, some weird shit going on with some monkeys, and we would have known. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We would have, you know, it would have been a totally different, totally different world. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's... I would that's love that. That's a very that. cool podcast. I love that. Oh, yeah, that, that's, that's a great obsession. obsession. Oh, yeah, it really is. It, it I, I, I feel like uh, a real epidemiologist or some actual scientist would listen to me and be like, what a fucking idiot. But, uh, but the rest of us would be like, Anne oh Lane. Oh my God, she's so smart. you're a comedian and you're <laughs> yeah. groundling and you're like, I, there's and, no and, and, reason and, like, I should know this. You're the only person at the groundlings that would know about this. And so therefore, I'd want to hear, and you would make it interesting. <laughs> And hilarious! Oh, oh my well, God! It's a, it's a nightmare, but it's but it's fun to read about. That's oh, yeah, beyond, yeah. beyond. Do you yeah. force it into scenes at the ground? I force it into <laughs> I force it into like parties. I've had uh. I've had times where I'll be like with someone. This is monstrous. Please, that's, why we're, that's why we're here. I where in the biblical way? Yes. Mm, yeah. But not sure. like during, like before. And it'll uh-huh. be like a moment where someone else wants I'm saying like very general terms because I'm I'm this is more about me than other people that I'm that I'm describing. I will say like I am with someone and they like want to this is clearly about a specific situation I'm terrified to talk about. And Please. they clearly want to like have like a fun sexy time and I uh-huh. just want to talk about Marburg. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like it's all oh I want to do. Oh my god, well that is there's certain you know, I love it. It's like that's your <laughs> in death becomes her like your Madeline Ashton like you can't not talk about that at I all haven't times. Seen it. You haven't seen Death Becomes Her? No. Have you seen it, Joseph? Not oh years. my god. Oh my god, you guys, it's so good. It's so perfectly wonderful and and basically, Meryl Streep's character ruins Goldie Hawn's character, character's life. And so Goldie Hawn is obsessed with Meryl Streep and like bringing her down. And so she goes all the way to group therapy and she can't not talk about Madeline Ashton. And it's the, it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> then, of course, they become friends and they uh, then they like, you know, oh, drink this un- undead potion. And it's the greatest thing. Ever. Oh, I need to watch um, it. It really is. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful Wonderful movie, yeah, um, and pretty perfect. But I also I love that there's certain things that people have to keep bringing up. I mean, yeah. uh, my uh, my friend Sona, who actually has uh, taught me a great deal of all eight million things. But uh, Sona's Armenian, and we went to college in North Carolina together. And talk to us about the Armenian genocide. Oh no, we, we didn't know anything about yeah. it. You don't when you grow. You know, you don't grow up with Armenians and Armenian history and. Yeah. So I'm insanely thankful that I know about it, and it's something that I try to, you know, inform people about because there's still people that don't even understand what happened. And mm-hmm. 
But she would only do it when we were, when we were high out of our brains in college. <laughs> and so it would be like this, the, 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 at the peak of our, she would bring out these giant books and just would just tell us these revolting, oh horrifying God. stories. And it was like her favorite thing to do. It was oh, like when she would get stoned, get she's like, it. I need to teach these Odars, which is yes. means other, like non-Armenians. Like, I need to teach them about, and I'm like, can't we just like listen to Tori Amos and lay on the floor? <laughs> like, Amos. you know, regular college students in the 90s. I like the picture but, that's emerging though from both of you guys' examples that yeah. in order to do something fun like get stoned or yes, have sex yes, first yes. you need to hear about tragedy yes. so you can oh, be that's appreciative so and thoughtful yes, then yes. get high and laid. I, I love that what that what that mm-hmm. instinct is like what that is. I think like, it's I like an to... equalizing instinct of like here's something I carry with me. Will you carry it a little bit for a second? Uh, <laughs> like, will yeah. you think about this? Can I watch you think about this? Okay cool now yeah, we can connect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I want to hear some stories from you guys. And um, who wants to go first? Uh, I can. How All right. Great. I love it. I love it. I'm so nervous. And again, I, I am too. I have no idea. I have no <laughs> idea what so to expect. I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah. So uh, this is such a fun challenge because I talk about myself constantly. Yes. I love it. Uh, yeah, same here. And that's why I wanted to do this because I was like, <laughs> we have to, I want to put us in an uncomfortable place and be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yes. I love this concept of this podcast too because I do, oh, uh, it, a lot of my stand-up is very storytelling based. So yeah. some of like the truly outrageous things that have happened to me mm-hmm. are that kind of thing where, oh, once I start talking about them, then I I've, I know the little jokes in my head. And like, yes. It's such a great concept to get people out of that right, bubble. Right, right, right. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah, so this is a thing uh, mm-hmm. that I realize I've never talked about, which is weird because uh, it's not that deep or scary. Uh, mm-hmm. But when I was uh, younger and single, uh, I was living alone, and uh, I'm a big Star Wars fan. And I was and watching. You were, in, were you in Minneapolis? I was in Minneapolis okay. at the time. Great. Uh, a little efficiency apartment, uh, mm-hmm. or studio apartment. And uh, I was watching Star Wars, and it was late at night. I would just eat frozen pizza in front of the television and watch Star Wars. <laughs> yep. uh, it was on a VHS. <laughs> savage. <laughs> Horribly savage. Uh, and and you, then, would, you would watch A New Hope? or uh, all, Yeah. Or all three? I was watching A New Hope, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, unfortunately the uh, 1997 special edition, because that's what was available. The garbage, where, where uh, he ruined it? When he went back yeah, and ruined there's, it? Yeah, there's some real bad things in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I gotten past those. I was in the trench run at the end. Okay, okay, great. And I was just wrapping up my frozen pizza in my beer, and it's like 2 a.m., and I'm, I'm pretty much ready to go to bed. Yep. Think about Star Wars, as I drift off to sleep. Uh, and there's a knock on the door, and... Somebody says, hey, hey, and it's like the classic, like, if you were making a PSA about a drunk or stoned person knocking on your door. <laughs> right, It's right. exactly what this person sounds like. And let me, get, and let me like. just say, hey, hey. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. So, uh, so I, Did he hick? <laughs> yes, there was, a, there was a hick, and a literal bubble came through Yay. the door like a cartoon. Uh so, uh, so I paused Star Wars. He's like, uh, you're watching Star Wars. <gasps> oh, my God. I was like, yeah. He's like. Let me come in and watch Star Wars. Uh, so I just ignored it for a minute. And, and then he, there was that really uh, awkward social contract of like, well, we know we're having an interaction, so but the you, door is locked. So still. this was someone you didn't know at this all. This was just a stranger. No, just somebody walking down. And I was at the end of the hallway. So there's no way that somebody could be passing by. Because okay, like my and neighbors you were in were home. a building, like you were in a giant like apartment building. Yeah, okay. like big H shaped apartment building, uh-huh. and I was on at the bottom of an H. So like okay. no way that he could just be on his way to the next thing. Right. Like, so somebody I used to in live at one of those two. When I yeah, when first went to LA, I was in the very back of a building, right next to the laundry room. And yet you had to walk all the way back to get to my place. You're not just, you're, you're right. not, unless you're going to do laundry. Like, that's the only way you would, you know, go past my place. Right. So you know that it's not somebody just wandering by. Sure. Uh, so it was clearly somebody wandering around because they didn't know me. Uh-huh. But he just kept asking to come in and watch Star Wars. And, like, <laughs> I knew this was bad. I'm normally worried about safety and security. Sure. But there was just that. He 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 touched something human in me that I was a monster for not letting this guy in oh, yeah, okay. to watch I, I Star Wars. Sure, sure. So so I let him in, and uh, <laughs> which I kind of couldn't believe I was doing at the time, but uh-huh. it was like the epitome of the sort of uh, Minnesota nice. Like I don't want to be rude <laughs> yes. to the drunk high stranger who wants to come into my apartment <laughs> at two a.m. Meanwhile, he has no problem barging in and insinuating exactly. himself in your yeah. life. But I would be the rude one. Yes, if I didn't you unlock. would be quite rude. To say yeah. That. Oh my god. Just a piece of shit. So, uh, <laughs> so I let him in, and he sat down, and I just unpaused it. Uh, oh my god. And the movie's very close to the end, so I figure like, well, we'll get to the end, and and he'll just leave. Um, and the uh, 
and he whipped out a big joint and he's like, ah, let's smoke, man. And I don't have anything against marijuana at all. I've never been into it myself, uh, partially just because it takes away from my uh, alcohol drinking time. Sure. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> at the time, it's not not around Minneapolis is like a normal thing where you can just kind of, you know, get away with it. Like sure. super mm-hmm. sensitive smoke detectors in the apartment building that go off. Also, this mm-hmm. was uh, quite a while ago, yeah. right? So the, the world was a different place about their reaction to marijuana. Like, yeah. we're very different now, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, in L.A., you know, you just, like, if somebody sure. isn't smoking marijuana, you're like, are you okay? What's yeah. wrong with you? I know, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's just like, oh, no, no you, can't, you can't do that in here. And he's like, oh, man, I think I can. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can. I think I can. <laughs> oh, so, man, I love this I guy. I think I can. I love yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> I like him a lot. Oh. I think he's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where the story's going. Ann and, and I are obviously huge stoners. I mean, if you can tell, I've brought it up four times already. But okay. I mean, Keep going. my default voice is a stoner. <laughs> oh, yes, I get it. Yeah, okay. it's, it's the unique voice of sort of a relaxed yet belligerent. At the same time, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everything's cool, and I'm always right. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm like a really casual asshole. Yeah, yes. I'm talking in a higher octave because I'm stressed out, but I'm talking slower because I'm trying not to be. <laughs> <laughs> if I could punch you slowly, I would. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. So he he was real belligerent about he was he was going to light up and I was like oh I really uh, it'd be just fine with me but you know the smoke detector is really sensitive so like I actually started litigating it with him oh. and he's like it's not that sensitive what? like he knows it well, well then, then I was like zone. no because then I asked him like would well, you live in the building <laughs> he's like no what oh my god <laughs> uh huh yeah so I have no idea where he had come from <laughs> how he ended up in the building to begin with <laughs> In your defense, he probably didn't either. Oh, yeah. I don't think he did either. Uh, and it, so did he light up the joint? No, no, no. So he, okay. he we squabbled about the logistics of whether mm-hmm. or not it would work out for him to light up the Meanwhile, joint. Meanwhile, Star Wars is still going. Star Wars doesn't care. It keeps going and yeah, it leaves yeah. you behind. Yeah, and it's getting real close to the end. Right. Like, yeah, there's just Luke and so Wedge super action left, packed. It's all, yeah. the, all the lasers and flying through the all the white. I've, I've seen Star Wars. Have you seen Star Wars, Mike? Oh, Oh, 4,000 times. Like, <laughs> of course. It was the first movie I saw in the oh. theater as a child. Oh, my gosh. I saw it in um, because I was born the year that it came out, but I saw it in the theater when I was three in 1980, just before Empire Strikes Back right. came out. They re-released it. Mm. Back before VHS, <laughs> that's how they would do it. <laughs> so that was the first. So theater. my parents took me to see that as the, when I was three, as the first movie oh. I saw, and oh, then wow. we went and saw Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, that's so sweet. Uh, and I've grown up with it forever, and I still don't even know exactly what happens. A friend of mine had a <laughs> Scott Beaner actually yeah. had a 40th uh, birthday party, uh-huh. um, and he had a surprise party, and then we all watched Star Wars. Oh. So I watched it recently, and still I don't. Remember. You don't remember. Well, they're fighting, and it's they're they're flying in th- in and all the, they're like the, oh yeah. my god, here comes here comes this makes me so gay happy. stoner talking about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> they're flying over all the white walls, and there's lasers, and Leah's like, what's happening? R two D is not having it, honey. That's can you please release? <laughs> can you please release just an audio track of you narrating Star Wars as please. it goes, and then I can just it's watch like Star Wars on mute with have you. Have you guys heard Jonathan Van Ness? Uh, have you or seen on uh, oh. his show Gay, Gay of Thrones? No, no. It's the greatest thing ever, yeah. and it's he just recaps Game of Thrones every week oh while God. he cuts someone's hair. Oh, <laughs> which came out organically because he is a hairdresser and he is my hairdresser and he's oh. amazing and he is one of the naturally funniest people ever. And I he need just, to watch. He it. just talks. He just recaps Game of Thrones. Holy with, shit. From his point of view, and it's with way a more interesting. Bloody violent show while he has scissors that he's actively <laughs> oh, using on another human's yes, head. Yes, exactly. It's terrifying. Oh, that makes yep. me so happy. But every character is named like Baby Tilda Swinton or, you know, <laughs> Creepy Eyes or whatever. Like, you just, like, they, they, there's no, like, you have to really kind of watch the. Uh, sh- Full episode of Game of Thrones, and then watch his recap, and then oh, kind of get it. I love that. Anyway, so I'm sorry to cut you off. So then, what happened after that? He, you were nailing Star Wars, by the way. That's exactly what's happening. <laughs> right. Okay. We, great. They're flying down the White Wall Tunnel, and <laughs> Leia you. is very concerned. <laughs> and uh, and Luke turns off his targeting computer because right. uh, Obi Wan Kenobi has told him to use the yes, force. Use the force, right? I remember that. His, uh, proton torpedoes into remember the star shaft. Yep. Uh, so it's right around there where this, you know, ghostly voice of Obi-Wan Kenobi is saying, you know, let it go. Trust yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I listened to Obi-Wan. It's like, I, I should have trusted myself. This is a bad idea. 
to not let him in. Yeah, I should as have opposed not. To, as opposed to letting him light the joint. No, no. I think Obi-Wan Kenobi, while he says let it go, and it sounds very calm and peaceful, I think he would have been like, this Joseph, like, don't let him smoke a joint. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bad idea. It's a very bad idea. Because, you know, that can go horribly wrong. Yeah. Did you, were you the next day, like, freaking out, like, oh my God, what could have happened? Yeah. So I, yeah. So to to wrap it up, I. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. No. I thought it was, okay, uh, no, so I just, I told him he. All right, you have to go now. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's time to go. And he's like, man, that's a that sucks. That's a bummer. And I was sort of like, yeah, I know. I know. But, like, I, I, I was right at that moment where it's was like, oh, do I have to be physical? I'm not oh. a physical person. Right. And then, and then I had that moment of, how did this happen? Well, because you let... Uh, fucking stranger yeah. in your home for no reason. You invited a vampire <laughs> to your house. So. That's how all vampires should try to get in. You know, they have to be invited in. And most vampire lore, yes. you would know this, Anne, mm-hmm. they have to be invited in mm-hmm. in order to come in and, and suck you in. In the That's right. old, old vampire lore, you can you can, um, you can can confuse them by putting <laughs> a whole bunch of, uh, I think it's either marbles or needles or like hay or something, like scatter it around <laughs> or sand maybe scattered I, I, around now I house. know what to do with all my needles and then, and then the scattered vampire my door. they like apparently have like kind of like a compulsive need to organize I think <sighs> this is like an old and they will like like count it old all old vampires like that's, this are is like, like a, real OCD they're really persnickety this is like a very very old and they're also <laughs> oh. very vain so if you put a mirror somewhere they will just look at themselves uh, oh that's, that's why the, they can't like, see themselves anymore war. because yeah. they would just stand there admiring themselves yeah I don't remember what, what culture this is from but I feel like I read that on the internet, so I had to <laughs> it say must it be right true. now. Mm-hmm, must be true. Uh, yeah, oh, so, you let so, a vampire yeah. in. I did. I let a vampire in, yeah. and then I had to tell the vampire, I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, I've made a terrible decision. Uh, it's time to go. And he, he bitched and he complained, but uh, but he went. He shuffled out uh-huh. and called. You know, as I shut the door and locked it, it was like, man, you jerk, man. You just want to watch Star Wars. Oh. So, yeah, so I, I was cut to the quick that... You yeah. know, a Star Wars should be, you know, a, a brotherhood and a sisterhood yes, where anybody who wants to come in and watch experience. Star Wars. But right. yeah, but he abused his Star Wars watching privileges. Oh, absolutely. Oh and how weird that that just happened. You know, you think about like when you're like looking back at your life, hopefully in many, many, many years, and you're looking back going, why did that moment occur Yeah. to me, for me, or for him? Yeah. Maybe it like pre- kept him from some horrible thing happening, or yeah, maybe he was going to wander into traffic. And yeah, you never know. Yeah. But it's Hit like so, car. it's so weird to think like what that what that was about, like or why the universe was like this. This is a, a thing that needs to happen. <laughs> a random guy needs to go and in, to right. another guy's apartment and watch Star Wars for five minutes, try to let a joint, and then have to leave. Like, yeah. okay. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's so strange. Yet, like, you're like, yep, there's that's some... That's why humans fascinate on the idea of, of like, a controlled universe where there's no, yes. like, inertia. It's not chaos. Every little thing has yep. a reason. But that's not... Yeah. I don't, I don't I subscribe to that, well, I love, but I, I love chaos, it. too. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I kind of am... I guess I straddle between the two because I love... The idea that there's some great plan at work yeah. that sort of does comfort me in some in some yeah. weird level, but also I love random shit, and it's my yeah. sense of humor yeah. is random, and yeah. I don't like. It's why I don't like jokes. Like I don't right. like, but um, bump. I don't. I hate puns. I hate. Mm-hmm. I hate things that make too much sense. Yeah, because then I'm like, oh, I see what you did there. Right. I get it. I yeah. think like you know, I like chaos way more. I like mm-hmm. you know, just the the the, the scatter shot, messy like, yeah. you know, uh, what the fuck is happening? Right. Kind of stuff. It's probably what draws you to like improv. Is just yes. like you enjoy that you're playing with other. Like there's a lack of control when yes. you put other people's minds in a spontaneous position and then Completely. you add on to it. And it's so, and it is like really messy and we don't come to a conclusion. We don't come right. to an ending. We don't look back and go, But if That's... we treat everything like it was for a purpose, then it starts to seem like that. It, exactly. Yeah. And, I, so I, and so, yeah. Oh, that yeah. makes sense because this, this moment in my life is probably the closest thing that I can think of right now of like, that's an improv scene. Mm-hmm. That, that really does feel like an improv scene where it's <laughs> yeah, just like, exactly. it's about the length of a good a, improv yeah, scene. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's about wacky enough for an yep, improv exactly. scene. Exactly. And then, and then nobody, mm-hmm. nobody gets like, you know, 
horribly violently maimed or you know, right. anything. And and you know if it's if it's two dudes, they're very likely to eventually talk about Star Wars. <laughs> or, you know, in so an we improv just cut scene, to the chase. Yeah. two yeah. guys together, they love to just reference back and forth, uh, and they get real. You know, I'm always, I, you know when I when I teach, I'm always like I scream at two guys to go on stage together. I'm like, quit being two dudes. I don't mm, care about these dudes. They're just mm, talking. They don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Right. Yes. Get I've out seen, of casual dudes. Yeah. Land. Casual yeah. dude land. What are your feelings, dudes? For God's I want you to cry and feelings. open up to me. Yeah. I want you to hurt. Care uh, about stuff. Yeah. But you, you know, and there, but there are also like crazy stories to you know that that are like horrifying. Um, a friend of mine. I, I don't know if I've ever told this before. Oh. Um, but this is a friend of mine's story, and he told this uh, when we, we went to college together. Um, in the eighties in Florida. And maybe your bells are already ringing, Anne, if you know what, who I'm talking about. But Ooh. she got uh, a single woman, his, his, his aunt, uh, a knock at her door. And a guy at the back door said he had gotten into an accident, uh, like a car accident, and mm. wanted to use the phone. And she just had this weird feeling like, and this was, I mean, 80s. So, I mean, of course, we were living under Reagan. And so we were scared of everything. And, you know, of course. <laughs> But also, like, you know, um, small town, Florida, like, she was like, normally she probably would have let this guy in, and he was a really nice looking guy, and very nice, and just needed to use the phone, and she just had a uh, weird feeling. Yeah. And she just said, I had a re- very strange feeling that said, don't let him in. And Ooh. he kind of kept begging and being like, oh, come on, I just need to use the phone. And um, and she said, I'm so sorry, you, you have to go somewhere else. And so uh, she wouldn't let him in. And years later... She was watching the news, and it was Ted Bundy. Oh, what? No way. That was at her, her no. doorstep. No. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it could be that, <sighs> Yeah. Too, no, I know? could, yeah. I mean, that's the thing that haunts me about the story is it's not like me. I grew mm-hmm. up in a relatively rough neighborhood. Right. I am safety-minded, and you know, speaking about like the the yes, the universe ordered. Can you control your destiny? If I had been stabbed in the neck, it would have just been my fault. Uh, yes, for just exactly. doing something real, real dumb. But haven't we all done things that we're like, why yes. did I do? Of course, that's oh just a thing. Gosh. We've all done these things that we go, why did I? I, I brought that on myself. Yeah, anything bad happened. Well, we're taught to to be. I mean, this is something on. I listen as well to a podcast about uh, true crime and murders and stuff. Uh, uh, and they talk about what how, is it? Uh, it's called My Favorite Murderer. <laughs> oh it's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it's amazing. It's that's, so that's great. Karen Kilgara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I love her. Uh, but they talk a lot about like fuck politeness and it's like politeness <laughs> and the way that we are conditioned like, I mean, as humans, but then especially when you're a woman, like you're raised to be yes. like, <clears throat> just really don't provoke. And then if someone like wants something, it's provoking to not give them that like yeah. on even a small level yeah, in terms yeah, of yeah. a smile or a gesture yes, or yes. giving them a piece of information or whatever. So like at some level, you just have to be like, fuck politeness. This is yeah. where... Star Wars is not the connecting thing. <laughs> that is, I shouldn't open my door so that someone has a chance to see Star Wars right this second. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. But it's hard to get to that point. Yeah. I think it is. Uh, it, it's this weird thing where I think if somebody wants to look at the world with empathy and with kindness, yes. that people can conflate that to being polite. Yes. And that's, that is a good lesson for me to try to learn the difference between being kind mm-hmm. and like, I want to be nice to people. Right. Yes. That's different than being polite. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm starting so to, we should yeah. be more we should be more Toronto to people than Atlanta. <laughs> Do you know yes. what I mean? Like in the South, everyone's just way too nice and like, hey, come on in, sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus like in Toronto, you're like they're very, they're very polite, they're very cordial, but yeah. they're not. I mean, they're not really like warm and friendly. Right. Yeah. But, they, but they're very, very Canadian and very polite. Yeah. yeah. Like right. I, yeah. Like you never get a you never get rudeness there, but you don't also you don't really feel like oh I you know yeah 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 Take I could have wished him Canada. the best and I could have said you know what let's just talk about Star Wars through the door for a little while yeah, exactly <laughs> if you're feeling lonely right but I'm not letting you into my apartment <laughs> nope and I don't have to make up a lie I don't have to have any excuse I'm yeah not uh, it's a it. constant dialogue in my head of like where is that line <laughs> yeah like, yeah the other day I was leaving an audition and this guy followed me and was like. I want to enter your ass. And I was like, okay, wow. Jesus Christ. And I just said, kept walking. He had man. some sort of issues going on. It, it, I think he'd been shuff, He'd been around that corner. It wasn't like he was whatever. But he followed me in my car. So I got in my car and then he shuffled back. And then I saw him following another woman who's leaving an audition to go to her car saying like, 
gross things to her and so I like drove next to them and was like fuck it you know what fuck politeness here and just like rolled down my window and was like stop it dude like fuck you like you need to what what are you doing right oh, now good for you well, it's so amazing yeah. to me every time it never ceases to amaze me when I'm with a woman and they get violently catcalled in some <laughs> way like that and women are so Used to it. Yes. It makes me so sad. It's so jammed. And women are so like, well, yeah, that's what happens. And I'm like, really? Yes. <laughs> like, no one has ever come up to me and said, I want to enter your ass. Mm-hmm. Sadly. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, like. If someone said that to me really politely, I would be that like, would be nice. Thank you. I feel like it was really that's polite. Very sweet. Yeah. Speaking of politeness, yeah. for me, since I don't have to experience that like women <laughs> right, do. Right, right. Yeah. But. It's about so much more than that. I mean, it's like, it's 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 really not, I mean, it's obviously not a compliment. It's yeah. not meant right. to be like, you uh, you know, you look great and I'd yeah. like to respect you and yeah. take you out and show you a good time. It's just like, I'd like to be violent on top of you and inside you. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. So, and also it's just on. people... They, oh God, I don't even know. I can't oh, even man. say people. It's just awful, and and just like and and the permission <laughs> yeah. now that that men have to say right. these things oh. to women is just it's insane. well. I called the cops on him, and the oh, lady was oh, who like was taking the report. Like I've never called the cops on anyone before, but this was like the final straw of the day. I had just been in an audition where the guy who was running it was like. Like it was a room full of women and he like a friend of mine had called and been like, this guy's a real asshole. And then I went in and he was like, why aren't you smiling? You're much bubblier uh, usually. Like, like legitimately was like that. And then I was leaving. Yeah, and you may happened. as well say I want to enter your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, the same thing, I would rather be able to call the cops on that type of innocuous bullshit than like, than some than awful have to be like, oh. mind game, manipulative. I'm in a power, a power right. position. Yeah. Why aren't you smiling? Why aren't oh, you're not impressed? You don't seem impressed. Whatever. It was just Ew. really gross. But, uh, but yeah, so I'm then, not, I'm going to a fucking job interview. Yeah. But so when I called the lady, uh, she was like uh, the, the lady, when I called 911, the lady was like, <laughs> just so like lady. relaxed. Like she gets this call all day. She's like, okay, where is he? Yeah. And what was he wearing? Oh wow. That's an outfit. Like very like, yeah, 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 <laughs> she's yeah, just yeah, like, so just yeah. another dude, yep. just another day. Yep. <laughs> Did they yep. send someone? Do you know? Uh, yeah. I had to go, but I think they were just like, yeah, we'll, we'll cruise around. That's fine. <laughs> Yeah, and let's see. Ugh. Yeah, sorry. I just really, really bummed out the room. You <laughs> yeah, you really did. I really bummed out the room. Oh man, that wasn't oh, even my thing. I don't want to hear this like whatever wom- my woman thing complaining is. <laughs> about men. Uh, I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm bored. No, I'm Star so Wars. sorry. I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> I refuse to talk about Star Wars in this moment. I will not talk about it for once. Oh, uh, respect the moment. Boundaries. I'll not bring up Star Wars. <laughs> I love it. So, Anne, what's your story? Tell you me. You know, I wish it was more of a like beginning, middle, and end story, but it's me more too. Of, yeah. <laughs> Could you prepare, please? Oh man, I agonized over this because I don't have any shame. Like I, well, I do. I have a lot of shame, but I have wrong shame. Like I, I tell, <laughs> I tell everyone the gross things that happen to me as immediately as possible. So like, could you please do a show called Wrong Shame? <laughs> wrong Shame, yes. That's so good. And it's just like it opens with me doing TMI, uh-huh. and then later I like admit something that feels vulnerable and it's just that I'm a human like it's right. just like guys I'm really sorry but I'm a human <laughs> I, I know you wish I was spiders but I'm a human <laughs> uh, I wish you were spiders I wish I was spiders too um, another good title for your show <laughs> I wish I was spiders too but like no like last week I was dog sitting this isn't even the story but like this is just an example of like <laughs> wrong shame the dog was like crunching something in the yard and I like took it out of his mouth like threw it away like she like went and found it again was crunching it again and then I like like took it out again and looked at it under my cell phone's light and it was part of a rat's face and I just immediately <gasps> texted everyone I knew and oh. was like I feel so alive this was crazy this was disgusting did you oh attach a picture God. yes of okay. course I did I will oh, show yes. you this picture I will show anyone <laughs> yes. this picture DM me on Twitter baby <laughs> uh, but so thinking about what story to tell was really hard because I was like I've told everyone about when I sharted I've told everyone about like when I did like dis- 
despicable mean things as a baby, as a child, like mm-hmm. kid things, not despicable real things. If you did things as an actual infant, that would yeah. be pretty cool. I love it. I imagine you with like a cigar. <laughs> just, yeah. just feed him I to the fishes. Yeah, Whatever. Exactly. I shit on a cat's face on purpose <laughs> when I was six months old. But no one can blame me. <laughs> but so I just thought about this like weird thing that I did in college that I've never told. I've mentioned in passing to a friend somewhat recently, but this wasn't the story of the night. So this is like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm a garbage person. Uh, Uh So in college, okay, this is one of those things where when you learn more about yourself, you're like, oh, I was behaving that way because of this. And now that I'm in my late 20s, I know that this is what I do in this circumstance. Mm -hmm. If Mm -hmm. I have a crush on someone, I want to know about their music taste. Like, that's number one. I want to know about it. I want to listen to all their music. I want to, like, talk about music. Like, music is, like, a big thing. Sure. But so I didn't know this about myself yet in college because you don't, you haven't established life patterns yet. You haven't been, like, you're just like, oh my God, this one time I want to do this, right? Exactly. <laughs> you're just like, oh, weird. This one time I feel like I need to, oh my God, it's all so real and pure and it's the first ever. Uh, uh, so I have this crush on someone and I don't even know I have a crush on them. And this is at the time when people still put all their music interests on Facebook, like all the things <laughs> they listen to. Like, you know, when you would list all of, I don't know if it's like the age of being from high school into college or if it was like, just the year it was, it was still, it wasn't, we weren't too ironic to just say what we like back then. So I looked at what this person's music interests were and made myself like a mix CD as though it was from them. To be clear, I don't know this person very well. Like, oh, <laughs> wow. So these were real things that the person likes. Yes. Okay. So it was just like, so I was just like, I want to get to know this person. I okay. want to know what this person, like... Was it music you already knew? You didn't no, like, make yourself a mixtape of music you already owned? No, it was all like music. I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to seem hip. I'm going to know okay. this music. Like, it's a really like like little child thing to do. I'm just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to like what you like. <laughs> oh my God. And I love that. I love that you went to the, the links to get the out here to download them or could you do yeah, that then I, or I don't I think I think I had iTunes it okay okay yeah, I think okay. I like spent the money uh-huh on, on sure on it I don't and just got and then made it mix and then how yeah. was how was the music it was good actually okay yeah so you discovered new music I discovered new music and I have never told this person so about uh, this and wow. I th- the reason that I never realized it was a crush I think was just that like it took so long to unpack like like, because this person is a girl, and it took so long to okay. unpack. Like, oh, I noticed you. I, I, to use you the, notice the pronoun. You were playing the pronoun game. I was playing the pronoun <laughs> game. Yeah. I, was so I was playing. It's that. funny. It's like an improv game. You play a fear. <laughs> it's like you can't say the word she. You got to say this person because uh-huh. otherwise exactly. it means talking about bisexuality. Exactly. Uh, right, right. Which is you know. Uh, it's fine it's not like uh, I feel like in a previous episode of your podcast someone was like everyone's bisexual and we're all African yeah and Jackie like, yeah great <laughs> yeah that's Jackie it's not B. like earth shattering exactly it's not was this the first was it the first girl that you had had a crush on or I think this is the first time that I've been able to be like here's an action I took on <laughs> okay okay <laughs> on okay, having great. a crush did, sure. you, did it work in terms of feeling like you were getting closer to her even though you didn't maybe weren't aware that you wanted to be closer to I her I don't think I don't think it made me feel closer to her. I feel like it made me feel like I had more of a context for her. I don't know. Is that? Do I sound like a serial killer? No, <laughs> not, nothing like Ted Bundy. <laughs> not at all. Um, yeah, that's fascinating. It was well, more of a like, just like I wonder. Like I think I always admired that she was the type of person. She felt like someone who gave herself permission to like be a part of the universe in a way okay. that I don't think I at the time felt that I could because she because she unironically talked about what she liked sort of and then also just was like such a like open and like also was just one of those people that like just like was would be like messy and like you could see them when they were emotional like just like one of those people that actually like lives where they are and like well I think so much of that I mean I totally understand that because so much of my college experience and I've talked to a lot of college friends about back in the day where we really we we lived in fear, but we didn't we we covered it up with irony. Mm-hmm. 
and with uh, making fun of everything and how we would if if like in college you're like what music did you do you like yeah and I probably would have been like I like Hanson and which I kind <laughs> yeah. of actually do yeah. spoiler alert but I in college I would have made fun of that so I would have put all stuff to make people laugh yes you know because yes, I was like too. if I I would just I'm gonna fill this up with mm-hmm. with stupid shit so that you're yes. never really gonna get to know me in high Hootie school I had like <laughs> Hootie and the Blowfish exact perfect example yes uh, and so that would be like people would be like does he really or he doesn't you'll never know right. you'll never know me run <laughs> yeah. run run the other way fart bye I can't and feel like, disapproval if I know you don't know who I am absolutely I'm period and so wrapped in an enigma <laughs> <laughs> and that's so much of being young and mm-hmm. like and like being afraid yeah of like and I remember like Everyone in our theater department was gay, but only two people were out. And we were, I remember oh. the rest of us would... Uh, in college? In college. Whoa. And we all were like hooking. It didn't matter. Like it wasn't like we were that deep in the closet, but we were like, yeah. we all had each other to kind of be like, ugh, the two like out gay guys, they have issues. Like we were oh, like, no. what issue? They, oh my God. And oh, we're no. like, we look back and we go, no, they were heroes. They actually <laughs> yeah. were like brave. They, they, and the rest of us weren't, you yeah. know? And so it's like you, but you live through that experience. So I totally understand being attracted to someone who's, who also talks about what they like. Yes. Because, and I've talked about this before too on the show, is that like, it's so much easier and it makes you sound smarter to shit on something and say, this is yes. what I hate and this is like no good and not yes. for me. But to really say, I love this unironically mm-hmm. and I and and um without any sort of fear yep. of being judged yep. I love like fill in the blank and it's like mm-hmm. that takes a lot of maturity and knowing yourself and and not being afraid to do that and so right. I totally understand now are you still in touch with with her, her? Yeah. uh yeah I to this day have not communicated at all any of this that's awesome what are the odds that she <laughs> listens to this podcast like zero percent okay. uh-huh, i mean uh-huh. maybe i would like to think so she's really cool uh-huh. uh we like live together like with other girls and then but she's like she's i like went oh man scary like what uh- if she does <laughs> <laughs> would she be able to know from what you've said so far not yet Okay. The other thing, the other thing so too, there could Anne, be like four like, or five Anne, women listening, yes. going, "Maybe it's me." Uh, yes. I hope it's me. What is it be? What a player! <laughs> Have you seen Nashville? Nashville, which is my favorite movie no. of all time, Robert Altman movie, Nashville. No. It's amazing, and there's an incredible scene where Keith Carradine is singing his song "I Am Easy." He plays a country music star. The whole thing's in country music world, and every woman in that room thinks he's singing it to her. <laughs> and yet he's having an affair with Lily Tomlin, who's married, and oh she's, wow, she's an older woman, and she's just not glamorous like all these other girls and he's obs- he's obsessed with her wow. and Lily Tomlin it cuts over to her and she knows it's about her and the shame and the Ooh. weirdness and, and the uncomfortable Ooh. and yet excitement that she feels all communicated on her face it's so good that is a um, lot but also I just have to point out You've said nothing bad other than a lovely <laughs> thing. And anybody that would hear this would only be flattered unless they are a garbage person. <laughs> Do you know you. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's so, it feels so dangerous to be like, because yeah. like, God, I mean, I've sort of, sort of like gone back with friends in college and admitted like, I totally had a crush on you. Yeah. I was obsessed with you. Right. And they're like, I uh, know. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Like, I had like the most visible crush on this one guy in college that like we have since talked about it. Like since I've been like, I was like Jenny Weasley books one through three with you. <laughs> like I was losing my shit whenever you were in a room. Yeah. And that is only... That's only lovely. Like, it's yeah. not like, I mean, we go back to that time of like, oh, God, they can never know. And oh, how weird it is. But it's like, we're adults now. And yeah. to go back and say, I was so into you. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you still are. It right. doesn't mean. And even if like, it can only be flattering. Right. It can only be like, oh, yeah. that's so sweet. Yeah. yeah. Can that I ask you, you? Oh, sorry. No, yeah. you go. Can I ask you about uh, why you are hesitant to share? Does it seem, is it think... is it that you felt like you tried to make this connection with this person without actually telling no. them about it? In in complete transparency, I'm nervous about sharing in general a lot because I just got out of a like a couple months ago. I got out of a relationship, and then uh, I just feel like sensitivity during that time is really mm-hmm. scary. You know that oh, thing okay. of like if someone were to like listen and be like, 
in a negative space and then I don't know this it's this is all a nightmare <laughs> oh, oh my god oh my god oh my god no I totally understand, understand that like, well, you I don't want I never want to hurt anyone and then if any of my actions can be construed as evil or malicious it's oh, terrifying oh my god how dare you yeah. like someone and then make a tape based on the music that they like I'm offended know, that, that you gave money to iTunes <laughs> that much money to iTunes that is fair that is this fair. man invited murderers into his house <laughs> drug addicts and he here I am, flaunting that I'm oh, kind of a human. Oh, oh, no. There you are, thinking you're all that with your Facebook think, account. <laughs> this is like what I mean when I say, like, yeah, maybe my podcast would be oversharing for the first part. And then the last part would be like, I think I'm a monster for all the shit I just said. Oh, my God. I love it. Guys, I, I really, I really, here's what I think for the next week. I'm going to lock my doors. I'm going to check email when it's daylight. And <laughs> but you have to know it's like there's so much stuff that we turn on ourselves and we say mm-hmm. how dare you have that human thought yeah we have so much shame yeah about things that there's absolutely nothing right. to be ashamed of it's so funny to try to unteach yourself um, shame because shame I, I mean I've listened to a good amount of Brene Brown mm. um, Daring Greatly is a wonderful book and uh, it talks about how like the the like the only way to like confront shame I might be misquoting her My, what I got from the book was that like to confront shame you just you air it in a in a safe way in a way where you trust the people you air it to uh-huh. but like it's like allowing like shame says to hide something and it keeps you from looking at it you know does this all make yeah. sense yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and also it's like what I love about doing this is like when people come on and they reveal something that they're so ashamed of or they feel mm-hmm. so weird about, the other guest and I are both like, okay, cool. Right. And, and what, you know, and even when it's something like huge, we're like, wow, that's fascinating. But we're, you know, we have these things that we that we live with for yeah. so long. And I get it too. Like you're like, I need to protect myself uh-huh. and I don't want to unpack too much. <laughs> and then I don't want this person to contact me and be weird about it or hurt me more. Right, right, or right. open you know Or like feel like there's no way they can listen to this and think you're evil or that you've done anything I don't wrong. Know, man. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. This is uh, I don't and know. And then I will say I would say um, you know, yeah, that's maybe one one time I would ever say, you know, Lay off the weed if you feel like it's make, if you feel like yes, you're being crazy because that for that sure. for me if I'm stoned it's the worst oh I will go God. through it and go I'm a horrible person I can't believe I did blah 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 yes. that's why they reacted the way they did or they haven't emailed me back in an hour they're <laughs> mad at me uh, you right. know whatever and, yeah. and I'm like you're high you're high go to sleep <laughs> everything's fine the world yep. continues no matter and, how you and feel no one's, about and it and no one's thinking about you as much no. well, the other thing too is that like oh wow we all have this like narcissist in us yes. that's like the world world is constantly thinking about me all the time right no No, there's such like wonderful anonymity in realizing how many people there are and how every person is mostly thinking about themselves like including me like we're all just like mirroring back our own perception at ourselves at each other but what can get through is like a tiny fraction of communication Mm -hmm. yeah it is great to think of people not thinking about you up to a point and then you're like hey wait Think right. about me more, Think world. about me more. At what point would they find my body? <laughs> uh, no one's thinking about you. No one's looking for you. It's all yeah. good, baby. I know, I know baby. <laughs> I know, baby. And uh, I know. I know when people... I've, I mean, I've, I've, had, I've been so embarrassed to think when people have said, we were talking about you the other day, or we were thinking about you the yeah. other day, for me to go... Why don't you think about me more? like that's that's news? <laughs> and then I'm like, Drew, yes, they're not always thinking about you. You're always thinking about you. And um, you know, but everyone takes every opportunity that they can subconsciously usually yes. to make it about themselves. Yeah, because you have to to survive. Yeah, exactly. And you only know your own perspective and so yeah. you're like the only way you can help someone or be there for someone or or listen or anything uh is to go, "Well, I Right. In my experience, yeah, blah, 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 you know, it's whatever. all a, a horrible experiment of the Heisenberg property. You know that thing of like an object. Uh, this is again, if a real scientist is listening, <laughs> I'm sorry, but if uh, an, uh, so many scientists <laughs> listen to my show, so be careful. At some level of particle <laughs> in physics, in there with their monkeys, yeah. <laughs> syringes out, hoping not to stab themselves. Um, but at some, at one level of particle physics, the the act of looking at a particle changes its behavior right. 
And I feel like that's what uh, being a human is like, is like the yep. act of reflecting your your um, feelings towards mm-hmm. others with others is the only thing that keeps us sane. Like if we we have to we have to we have to find out what our behavior means in a context of our culture, our family, our friends. And if we start acting in a conflicting way to one of those things, then it like starts a cascade of like, well, why are you doing that? Uh but it's, but it's also, all made I mean, up. You're, but also, mm. you know, it makes sense to me when you see homeless people mm-hmm. muttering to themselves constantly because they don't have that, they don't, they don't have that connection with maybe anybody. And it's, I, I see that as yeah. a conditional thing sometimes. And I'm like, oh, it's because you don't even know if you, at a certain point, you're like, do I even exist anymore? Because no right. one's going to talk to me. Yeah. No one knows that, I, you know, no one will interact and have any reaction to me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. What if I did blah, blah, blah. And I could see how that would easily turn. But also, like what you were saying, it's like, you know, once we once we get observed, we change our behavior. I mean, that's yeah. reality TV. It's right. why it's never really real. It's like we're yeah. all like, you know, we're a reflection of other how other people react to mm. us. Yeah. My favorite thing is when you see people having a conversation, and like you're, you know, it's I'm, you know, with me, there's such an eavesdropper because I pay. I, I drop <laughs> so many people. I'm like, I love oh, to be love by myself it. and just like take mm-hmm. notes and be like, who is that person? What are they about? Mm-hmm. But you hear a comment, you see people like within an earshot and they're having a conversation, and you know that they're that they know that you're listening to me and they start performing for you. Yes. Uh, and, uh, like uh, like subconsciously. Yeah. But they will have an argument and all of a sudden they mm-hmm. open it up a little bit and they yeah. get a little bit bigger. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, I'm and a it's waitress like, but honey, don't so... you think yep. that blah. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I do, but here's why. And you see them like <laughs> articulate a little bit clearer because they they want their audience of one creepy mm-hmm. solo man sitting near them, you know, with, with the latte. They should at sitting. least put a hat out at the end of like, uh, give me yeah. some money for my performance. Well, what'd you think? Exactly. What'd you think? Hey, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So anyway, on that note, I think we're out of time. Cool, cool. Um, thank you both so much oh, for yeah. doing this. This was so great. Oh yeah, thank you so much for having I loved me. This it. Was yeah. Great. It's nice yeah. to meet you and nice to meet you as well. Learn um, about my politeness barriers. Okay, we, we, I think we both have politeness barriers. I think we all do. We both. <laughs> Literally what I just said. I think we both, meaning yeah. you both, meaning <laughs> I don't <laughs> clearly have politeness barriers. Um, at all. You're all perfect. Right. I'm perfect. Yes. You it's are. such a burden. <laughs> oh the world God. is Heisenberger. We see you. Let yes. us affect you and are seeing you. I would, but it's just like, uh, it's just hard being God. Um, all right. Thank you guys so much. Thank this you. has been another episode of Minor Revelations with Drew Drogi. I'd like to thank my guests, Joseph Scrimshaw and Ann Lane. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. DM me for rat head pictures. Bye. <laughs> Feral <laughs> <laughs> Audio.